listening to Heard on Hive. Just one more time. One more? Just a okay, you are now listening to Heard on Hive. I hope it's not overbaked. You can always count on the world of TV to be full of drama, but what's it really like to work in the industry and how do you get started? Testing, one, two, three, testing. In this month's Heard on Hive, three of our Hive members tell us all about their experiences starting out in the world of television. So my name is Guy Hyde and I'm working as a runner for Zinc Media, which you may or may not have known as Ten Alps. And they've got various production companies under this one umbrella. So they've got Reef TV, Brook Lapping, Films of Record and Blakeway. And I just work for the latter three. And what do they all produce? So Brook Lapping has made big political series under the guise of Brian Lapping and Norma Percy. So the last thing they did was the big four-part Obama series this, this year that went out on BBC. Films of Record was once headed by Roger Grafe and is known for observational documentaries. So recently they have done The Murder Detectives and previously lots of big access documentaries, many of which have included work in the police. And Blakeway, primarily known for historical work. How did you get the role as a runner for them? I was on the Grison Trust outreach programme and they took us through various kind of bits of training as young kind of budding documentarians and then they took us to Sheffield Dockfest and various other little bits that we did with kind of figures in the industry culminating with two weeks paid work experience which for me was one of the reasons I really applied for the scheme and I think there should be more schemes like it to be honest because for people outside of London getting any sort of paid experience, work experience, paid work generally is is kind of nigh impossible straight out of uni. So this organisation provided that and the company paid your expenses, uh, which is often the case. But coming to London, uh, it was going to be pretty difficult to do that. So I managed to do two stints of work experience with the wage that they paid. So I came down for a month and then luckily, and I think a lot of it is down to luck, in this industry, a runner job was coming available in the next month, so uh, I got offered that. And what's life like as a runner? Hectic. Yeah, it can be quite mad. I'm the only one between three companies. Sometimes a company has two or three. And when there's kind of like lulls in production, Christmas time, the last month or two, I've been able to get my hands on some actual like research and development work. How do you think you progress within the industry once you've got an initial role? I think it's about being patient. I about started in January and uh, was a little eager and kind of uh, went home maybe a little frustrated at how kind of long the, the, the kind of path you might be on is. But kind of when, once you're settled in, you, you're confident in doing the role you do, kind of if you have any spare time, perhaps stuff you're doing might encroach into your free time you might have to offer up there on your weekend but if you if you know what you're interested in and you can see the people that are making the kind of things you want to make or working in the area that you want to head towards 
just kind of try and catch them when they're free, not every day, not in the toilets. But just offer your kind of services and your time. If if you feel like your opinion is is kind of worthy, perhaps your opinion on something they've they, they've made as well. A documentary makers are always kind of keen to be flattered. And what recent TV programs or films have really stand out to you? I would definitely say films of record series, The Murder Detectives last year, really impressed me in terms of how it was shot. They worked with the uh, constabulary in Bristol, examining, examining a uh, teenager's murder, following it from kind of first piece of like the first detail about the case, all the way up to the trial. And it and it's shot very much like a drama by a brilliant director called Dave Nath. So yeah, that was kind of really impressive. Otherwise, Exodus on BBC One Keo. It was like a three-part series, and it was about the migrant crisis they had given mobile phones to people coming over the sea routes from Turkey to Greece and it just felt like kind of little agenda very kind of like honest filmmaking not just shooting people and putting on screen but then the the characters that they had film for them in these boats which is just like insane footage to witness they then had them narrating their journey through talking heads so you did really feel like it was their story rather than some bloke somewhere crafting something for the media. And what is it about the TV industry which you love? I think I've always been interested in people and it's definitely a people industry kind of day to day and what you're producing, what you're making about human stories and it was really doing work experience straight after uni when I was like erring towards the more kind of journalistic aspect of uh, filmmaking, something that you feel can it's a bit cliche to say make a difference but you know like it's, it's, it's stuff yeah important stuff what have you learnt so far as a runner be punctual specifically for running be on time and I guess day to day it's a lot of kind of menial stuff that I do and just keeping on top of tasks so it's only really when I go on location or step out of London that I really reflect on things I'm learning but I'd say it's stuff like definitely stuff on shoots that you take away take stuff away from so last week we were shooting in Leicester on quite a sensitive subject and so it's stuff like that it's, it's personal skills like how to deal with contributors either by email to kind of build relationships for something you might shoot or on set how to tease emotion out of people and how to really get them to tell you the story that both you want and both they think you think they can give so yeah dealing with people and and not just characters but helping manage when you're like running or bordering APing when it's quite a small crew like how to manage expectations and deal with people in the street what tips would you give for people who want to get into the industry I would say definitely get on Twitter kind of whatever social media appeals to you for me it was Twitter I think there's a lot of opportunities out there such as the Gris and Trust Outreach Programme that people don't necessarily know about. Be the media and whatever you want to make, start making things. Show them to people, not necessarily your family and friends, and try and try and get feedback in that sense. I stumbled across Hive and came down to the launch event of that, which was brilliant. And I remember Caitlin Moran speaking and she gave some great advice in that you don't have to be the dog's bollocks every day of your life or make people laugh at an interview or just generally be amazing like you will face rejection and it's about just working out why you didn't get a specific job or role and then coming back with an answer or working on that specific skill that you're missing and so that definitely stuck with me and I remember doing work experience and just kind of making tea and wasn't trying to come up with an incredible documentary idea 
every day. Also, just, I know straight after uni, I was a bit, like, kind of down and didn't think anyone wanted to give me a job. And I remember speaking to my cousin, who's an artist, and she was just like, do anything. If you're not working, if you have a day off, go and do anything. All experience is good experience. So that's what I kind of did, like, various um, short film courses. Um, there was a documentary media month in Leicester, and I went to, like, an event every other day, talks on citizen journalism, Israel, Israel and Palestine, and stuff like this. So, yeah, just, just kind of try and get involved with other people who have similar ideas and gain experience in some form of storytelling, whether it's journalism or fiction, filmmaking or non-fiction writing. It's all going to be good experience one day. I'm Maya Francis. I am an alumni of the Mumma Youth Project. EastEnders is my all-time ultimate favourite programme. As cheesy as it sounds, I have no shame in admitting it. I love EastEnders, love Wentworth Prison, love Orange is the New Black, and I love documentaries. And I worked on season 10 of What's Up TV for Sky One. Amazing. Explain What's Up TV for people who don't know about it. Okay, so What's Up TV is a magazine-based TV show that's on Sky One. On the scheme, I was an editor. Before Mummy Youth, I went to a BBC Masterclass. I was like, yeah, okay, TV is exactly where I want to be. I applied for lots of jobs and I wasn't really getting anywhere and it was really hard and it was a struggle. And I was so new, so I didn't know everything at the time, so I didn't know the amount of effort that you have to put in to pursue a career in the, in the television industry. And I was getting knocked down all the time and I was like, oh, what's going on? And then I went to uh, RTS Futures Job Fair and spoke to the BBC, I spoke to Channel 4, spoke to Mama Youth Programme. End of 2015, that's when I applied. Yeah. Can you explain a bit more about Mama Youth? So Mama Youth is one of the most amazing charities I have had the pleasure to have anything to do with. They give young people training in either camera operating, sound operating, editing or researcher roles, as well as production coordinator roles and a production manager role as well. It's aimed at 18 to 25 year olds. It's a really, really intense scheme. So you have to be a certain kind of person to apply. You learn a lot even in the interview process. In my year we got training from the BBC. The training involved everything from researching roles, what researchers do in the television environment, camera operating skills, budgeting and scheduling, copyright laws and stuff like this. So you learn a wide variety of things in such a short space of time. After those three weeks are up, that's when production starts. Researchers have to find contributors to the show. They have to find everything for free. They have to find locations for free. Everything is done on no budget whatsoever. And we've got to make six half an hour episodes in the space of 10 weeks, which in the TV industry is absolutely completely unheard of. But they've pulled it off every year. I can't think of anyone else in the world who could be that dedicated to you and have that much faith in, in you and creating something in such a short space of time. So what happens after the course is finished? We then get put onto a placement. Um, I was put on a placement at the BBC for a month and I was in the television media operations department which is, it's a department where repeats and reversionings happen. So you're in the ingest room and you're learning all these different skills. The way the BBC work um, for that department, um, well I got to create a promotional video for the 
the department, which was absolutely amazing. What, what have you been up to since Mama Youth then? When I finished my placement at the BBC, it was crunch time, it was time to get a job, and I struggled a little bit. But Mama Youth, what they do, they give you ongoing support once you have finished. So and I, I just called them up one day and I was like, look, I'm struggling to find a job at the moment. I, I, I've got a week, but otherwise I've got to move back to my mum's. What shall I do? They gave me so much help and advice. And then I think a couple of days afterwards, I got a phone call and they offered me a job to, they wanted to keep me on at Mama U. And I started the new job today. So I'm gonna be a training assistant. So I'm gonna help all the young people who will be making What's Up season 11. I mean, to be given the chance to be able to direct the show as well as help the charity on the other side, I get the best of both worlds, really. What have you learned along the way? The advice that I would give to young people who are wanting to get into the industry, you just have to have a real big love and passion for what you want to do. Paths lead to paths, and I'm a firm believer in that. Once you've, once you've started walking down a certain path, you've got to take every opportunity to make sure you get to the other end of it so that you can go on to another path. You keep spreading your wings and networking with people. Persevere and take the knockbacks that you get because the industry, it's hard to get in. There's thousands and thousands of people that want to be in the industry. You need to let it be known why you should be in the industry and what makes you different and what makes you stand out from other people. The only way you're going to be able to do that is if you have love and passion for what you want to do. And another thing that mummy um, youth do is open a lot of doors for you so we got given the opportunity to have a bit of a fast access to applying for Edinburgh Television Festival yeah last Friday I got back from Edinburgh and it was the most amazing experience mind-blowing I mean I was dancing with Professor Green we were partying with Reggie Yates we got to meet so many amazing people and the skills as well that you learn in such a short space of time I helped film a live show for the event. Other people got to create a short segment of Hobby City, so they got to film that and write the script for it. It's, it's such an amazing experience. You mentioned about the importance of networking. Yeah. Do you have any tips for people? Because I think that's something which is really difficult. It is. I even struggle with it still. Networking is so important. It's a massive learning curve as well you're not going to get it right straight away but you have to just keep going at it i thought i was okay at it until i was at edinburgh and i was in a room with about a thousand people who were invited to this party and i just shut down i was like i don't know how to do this who do i go talk to and literally you, you just build up confidence and networking talk to one person you don't know what that person can give you or who that person knows who can then give you an opportunity really like utilize any moment that you have in being able to network with people. The key thing you need to remember is that the person that you're talking to, who you're networking with, probably also doesn't like networking. So you're probably in the same boat. So I think the way to get out of your shell and out of your comfort zone is just to remember they, they were once you, they once had to network like their hair was on fire and had to speak to people and you know they probably had moments where ah oh, I really don't want to do this or oh I don't know what to say to this person but if you know who you're going to be networking with do as much research as you can the conversations that you, you can have you know you need you need to have small talk and then there's big talk so small talk you just break in the ice basically you could ask like, you know, what do you do? This is what I do. And then the big talk happens when you're talking more about yourself, more about the person that you're networking.
working with and asking of any opportunities and also the biggest part of networking is following up who you've just spoken to people in the industry are so busy I met somebody the other day and they said you have to follow people up because they themselves get around about a thousand if not more emails a day I can't imagine what that must be like so in terms of following people up make sure you follow people up nine times out of ten they probably will forget who you are but going back to what I said before there's a there's thousands of people that want to enter this industry so you need to shine just as much as anybody else when I was trying to start out in the industry I got a job in a post-production house I got the job and then they messed up and so they had to withdraw my application it wasn't until I finished Mummy Youth and I really needed a job that I then followed up with an email saying an update blah 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 this is what I'm doing do you have any opportunities for me I'm, I'm available from this date and yesterday they emailed me saying that they've got something available for me but it just shows that was from that was from the beginning of the year so just by following up and keeping an update and saying look this is how this is going this is where I'm at at the moment you know I've furthered myself my skills have developed do you have anything or you've just got to play it by ear of who you're talking to as well because some people might be willing to meet up for a coffee but then there's some people who probably just won't reply to you so there's different ends of the spectrum there's everybody's different and I think that's what people who are trying to get into the industry also need to realize and remember that you know they have lives too they have a job to do Finally, I chatted to Hannah all about her work experience at Three Mill Studios, known to be London's largest and most unique film and television production studio and rehearsal area. What's your role exactly? In the production, I was just literally making sure that stuff gets delivered to the right people. So you have to kind of like recognise faces, remember, okay, this is Tom, this is whoever, so you can just go straight to the place that you need to go and deliver them their thing. And also filing and just making sure that the environment is easy for people who are working these long shifts. And I think I've learned how to network, I would say, because there's a lot of interesting people that work on the set. And even though they might not do things that you might think you're not interested in per se, they have a lot to teach you. And there's lots of, there's just lots of really nice people there. So, like, you would talk to someone from department and then you'd be having lunch with them and they'd be telling you all this stuff and you're like wow this is actually quite interesting even though I never considered myself someone who's like into arts and crafts I'm 19 and I have so many ideas and I think it's just putting them into actual motion and actually doing them and I think because when you come from like school and an educational environment that kind of lets you put your creativity in a little box and kind of follow a routine you kind of almost are waiting you're waiting for somebody to say to you just do it but I think you need to be that person to say to yourself, just do it. I would like to actually put my ideas into motion. You know, be a somebody. Be doing things that I actually love. And what advice would you give for other people like yourself who are thinking about getting into film or TV? Make sure you're at events where there are opportunities to network. Because you can, even if you don't get to speak to somebody who's the most experienced in the room, you might speak to somebody who's the same age as you and who's trying to do the similar thing to you and then... That can actually lead you to a partnership. No person's an island, you know, and the more help you get and the more expertise you get, the better. And there's always somebody who knows how to do something that you don't. Don't be afraid to learn. And also just get out and do it with you. But if you want to pursue a career in the creative industry, I feel like you kind of have to have your foot in different things at the same time, or you have to have each toe in something. So it's almost like if you're 
say for example you would like to be a, a director and that's what you really want to do you want to be a director you want to be a cinematographer you kind of also have to have your mind thinking about narratives and maybe oh i might just actually take up writing in my spare time because i want to be a director and you know change yourself i guess in different things i would like to say thank you to a new direction slash create jobs for them for getting me the work experience in the first place because when you're there you really do realize it is it is an industry where it's about who you know opposed to what you know which is kind of sad but at the same time like for example the girl who i was on work experience with she actually told me she got the work experience through a family friend and it just took her a week she'd already had a tour of the place and it just took her a week to get the work experience it took me like a month to get the work experience so there's like a major difference in kind of opportunity for people but you have to like fight your way in make yourself known i guess and also just search for these opportunities anywhere that they're going so you can speak to say that you've been a part of it or you're going to make sure you're a part of something that you want to be a part of You've been listening to Heard on Hive. Heard on Hive. Heard on Hive. Remember to tweet us at We Are Hive and let us know what you think of our podcast.